You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we celebrate all things Western Michigan University, the people, the places, and the power that make this university great. Some of the fuel that makes us go is sitting here with me in studio today. I'm so happy to have Sherry Glazer with me. She's the Director of Family Engagement here at Western Michigan University. Sherry, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here. We're going to talk about family engagement and your office and everything it's done over the last 10 years. But before we dive into that, let's talk about you so that the audience knows who you are. Tell us or describe for us the neighborhood you grew up in. Well, I actually grew up in Kalamazoo. Awesome. And I spent the better part of my life here. And after I graduated from college, I left thinking I would never come back. Were you a Bronco, obviously? I was not. not. I actually went to Kalamazoo College, but I've got oh, my yeah. master's yeah. degree here at Western a few years ago. We take Hornets, too. We love them, That's too. True. That's right. We're That's part of it. That's true. We're all one big happy family. You better right? believe it. So I was in the hospitality business prior to my experience here at Western. And when I came back to Kalamazoo, I ended up coming back to Western, or coming to Western, rather. And uh, I've been here for almost 25 years now. Wow. And I had my kids, met my husband here. My daughter is a two-time graduate. And my son attended for a while, so it's kind of in my blood. You've built the Bronco legacy. We have, yes, my family has. So when you were coming up in Kalamazoo, looking at Western as a community member, what what did you think about Western back then? Like, what was Western to you as a kid? Anything? You know, I I don't know that it was, because I'm first-generation college student. Oh, wow, good for you. And I think that family of four, Mm. my brother is the oldest, Everyone expected my brother to go to college. Yeah. I'm not so sure that there was the same expectation for the girls in my family. Yeah, sure. And it could be the generation. Yeah, I've heard that before from others on the podcast that there was this feeling that you know, girls weren't really going to go to college. And if so, you go to find a husband, not to go get an education. Or secretarial. Or secretarial. Right, yeah, nursing, right. Yeah, or, right. you know, some of the, what we would have used to call traditional sure. jobs for, for women, teachers. Yeah. And so I don't know that it was really expected. Mm. And, but, so I re- don't think I really had a lot of guidance in high school as far as where I was going to go. And actually, my, my um, undergraduate degree is in music and music performance. Oh, wow. And so I did that in music education without ever thinking about what I was going to do with it. Yeah. And so that was kind of a weird thing because, you know, you graduate and then it's like, okay. I don't want to teach. Yeah. So what am I going to do? So I fell into the hospitality business. Sure. And that's how that happened. And if you look at my career path, everything that I've done from that point on, I've kind of fallen into. (laughs) And it was like, okay, I have some marketable skills here. Let's see what I can do with this. Sure. Nothing was ever a a A direct trajectory. I don't know that any of us have that. And those who do, I don't even know how that kind of life works. I don't either. And, (laughs) And when I see that, I'm really kind of envious that. You know, sometimes when we have our new students coming in and they're like, well, I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, whoa, how do you know that? Already, right. I don't even know what I want to do now. (laughs) Sure. Well, I tell you, I do have to say uh, on a personal note that um, I am so glad that people like you, whom others did not expect to do what you've done, did it anyway. Because the impact you have on lives, the things you've been able to do over your career... I, 
I'm so happy for myself as an alum of this university, but I'm happy now for our students that they get to be around people who broke the expectation. That is awesome to me. So congratulations. That is so cool. And and I wish I could get up and do the cabbage patch right now for you. But I, my, that is just cool to me. And I'm, I think that's amazing to have people like you on this campus. So thank you for that. Well, it's really interesting because, you know, I never thought of myself as a first-generation student until I realized that I was. That you were, right. never even thought about it, you know, when I went wow. to college. And, you know, you kind of find your way through. And, you know, Kalamazoo College was very small, so there was a lot of student support and everything. But just really never connected the dots until I was actually in higher education and then realized the significance of how that support is so important to our first-gen students yeah. and to every other student, too. Sure. You you got somehow 10 years ago or so, this family office came to be. The it importance did. of family and the support for students with family. And I, and I think today there's a mixed bag of conversation about family and its role, right? So you, you know that familial support and how a student starts has a lot to do with their ability to be successful or how much support they need. And then you go visit a child's... Um, baseball game and you go, oh, oh, family engagement can be a problem too, right? You, I mean, you got both ends of it. That You got parents sitting next to the kids at homework and then you see what happens in the baseball stands and you go, Lord have mercy. What is it? Yeah. How does the parent and family environment impact higher ed today? What are you seeing on the ground right now with the family relationships? It's, it's huge and it's important and it's essential. And higher education institutions have two choices mm. since FERPA has come into effect and with the way that our current generations of students have been raised. Because the family involvement, the parental involvement in K through 12 is absolutely expected at this in these generations. Yeah. Back in the day when I was in school, my parents didn't know what my grades were until they got my report card at the end of the semester. Yeah. And that was the expectation back then. I get a text about my son's homework. You do. Absolutely. I can't believe it. My mom didn't have, she had to ask me what I had for homework. Right. Yeah. And so it's completely different now. And so there's this engagement in K through 12 that's almost required of families. And then when they move into the college experience, they're expectation of engagement is that it continues. Mm. And if you look at the research, if you look at the documented research on family engagement for college students, you will find that students whose families are actively involved in an appropriate way, not the helicopter swooping in to save yeah, them yeah, every yeah, time yeah, there's sure. a problem, but if they're involved in an appropriate way, it actually contributes to student success and builds that student retention and progression to graduation. And so when you look at it from the ground level, what we have tried to do at Western and what I've tried to do through this office is really two main things. The first is, is to be that point of contact for families, whether the perspective or incoming or current families of students. You know, how do they get their questions answered? Where do they go to get help? Mm -hmm. How do they support their student? If the student has a problem, we know again through research, the student is more often than not going to call home to the people that the student loves and trusts before they're going to tell anybody on campus that right. there's a problem. And so with that, 
How do we give them that point of contact so that they have the resources to be able to advise their student, coach their student, and when necessary, help intervene or intercede for their student as well? And then the other point of it is, is for those families that are making that transition from high school to college, mm -hmm. how do we help them learn the differences between parenting a high school student and, and parenting right. a college student? Because that was because my you're not going to get the text. That's right. You're in college. So yeah, that's the question. What's the appropriate way? You talked about parental involvement in an in an appropriate way. Right. How is that defined in the land of FERPA and social media? Like how do you, what is appropriate? Parental involvement. It's it's it, and it might be different for different families. Okay. But really, I think the the, the take home point of that is, is that you are moving from that authoritative role that you had in high school. Because when you get the text about the homework, you're probably saying you need to do your homework. That's correct. Do it. Have you TJ? Have you looked at your? Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. So then, when you get at the college, in the college environment, you're not going to get that text. So it's encouraging your student to advocate for themselves so that if they're calling you and saying, you know, I don't understand the professor because he's from a foreign country and he has an accent. Or, you know, I don't understand what's expected of, of me with this assignment. How do you help that student advocate for themselves? You know, with the professor that may have an accent, are you meeting with him during office hours? If you get mm. to know him one-on-one -on -one and you have a conversation with him that's not in the classroom environment, then maybe you get more comfortable with the way that he's communicating with you. If you're not understanding what's on required of you in the classroom, are you going and asking those questions? As opposed to the parent, the family member picking up the phone and calling the instructor and saying, hey, you know, I need to be able to explain this to my kid. Mm -hmm. So it's really making that shift and becoming that supporter from the side so that you can help the student. And then along with that, if there are any significant problems, if you're seeing or have, because parents will know. They know often, their kid. They right? know their kid. Yeah. They know in the tone of their voice whether they're having a good day or a bad day. So the family member that really senses that something is wrong or something is not going well, to let us know sure. here on campus yeah. because we can reach out to the student and we can do it in such a way that if the family member doesn't want us to know, doesn't want their new student to know that they called, we'll find a way to reach out to the student and say, hey, we're here to help. What yeah. can we do? Hmm. So it's, it's really yeah. just making that shift to self It's about the communication. It's about the, yeah. just, you know, the learning and the letting go. Yeah. And letting your student make some mistakes and letting your student fail. Which is hard to do. Oh, as parents, yeah. right? It's you so know. hard to do. Yeah. I talked to a mother this morning. I mean, she had a very, very high achieving high school student that had a disastrous semester last semester. You know, what do we do from this point? But the in this particular situation, the student has already realized, hey, I'm in the wrong major, has already reached out to other advisors and other majors to say, hey, can I come and talk to you? So the student is taking all the right steps. So in this situation, it's just a matter of reassuring the mother that your student's on the right track and better that they know now that they're not in the right major mm. and they haven't found their right fit. Sure. And they can make that adjustment. And, and, and go on to something else that's going to be much better for them. Wow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, is, that is the parental experience, is trying to figure that out. The, what, what, do you th what is your dream for parent engagement? Like, if, if Western's family and parent engagement is the best it can be, what does it look like? I would like to be able to connect 
with all families. Mm -hmm. The challenge that I see in the current environment of my office and my outreach is yeah. it's primarily electronic. It's primarily through e-newsletters sure. and social media. And we have families out there that may not be connected technologically. Even in this day and age, it might not be right. that they're comfortable on social media or they're sure. comfortable. And families that might be from different populations that could really benefit from knowing that this office exists and maybe they're not coming to orientation with their student or coming to the enrollment management events. Sure. How do we reach them? How do we connect with them? So whether it's by phone or in another way that they have the benefit of these support services. Yeah. So I think, you know, in, in my perfect world of vision, it would be to be able to provide the support and the resources to every family that has a question or a concern about their student and help them be able to connect wow. with the dots with the university. Yeah. And to understand and, and to not feel overwhelmed. You know, you may not have had to fill out the FAFSA yet, but the first time you fill it out, it's like Ooh. a scary, overwhelming experience when you look at that expected family contribution and wonder how you're ever going to be able to pay the cost right. of education for your for your kid. So, you know, to take away some of that fear, whatever the situation is, mm. and, you know, help to really emphasize that the normal development for students and the normal progression of your relationship with your child. Right. Here's what, here's what reality looks like. Yeah. Right. I know you can't see it. Yeah. But we've seen it. Yeah. Right. And you don't ever want to say that everything's going to be okay because you don't know that it yeah, is. It may not. It may not. But I think to let the families know that we're here to support them along with their students and that we're going to be with them every step of the way. And for those of us who have college-aged kids yeah. and have already been through some of these experiences, we know what it's like. Sure. So we're not approaching it from, we're the administration of Western Michigan University. It's more, I'm a parent too. I know that you are going to have some bumps in the road, and yeah. I'm going to share that with you sure. and help you however I can without being too intrusive. Oh, I love that. So a final question, how can Bronco Nation help? How, how do our alumni and friends and, and, uh, and folks who have just been connected with Western through community that listen to this podcast, how can they help you in your office? I think by getting the word out that there is an office for families. I mean, mm. a lot of our alumni, a lot of our donors are family members, yeah. and they have had students here and their legacy families Legacies, already. Right, yeah. So I think it's just a matter of spreading the word. And, you know, again, not just with my department, but if they have any opportunity to help a student in any way, whether it's through internship opportunities, through their where they work, or anything that they can do to support student success, that helps my office. Yeah. Because if we're helping the students, that's helping the family. If we become the family. We are the right? family. We We're not even becoming it. Right. We are right. the family. Yeah. You know, it's just that bigger family and that broader perspective. Yeah. And just always thinking of it from that way, that every little thing that we do, and you can only reach one person at a time. I mean, yeah. you can send out all your mass communications and things like that, but really it's those individual connections. That's where the feel good comes yeah. from. And with as many students as we have, the table spaces are open. Right? There's a lot of room at the table for everybody to come be a part of the, of the village. Sherry, you've been great. 
thank you so much for all you're doing uh, with our students, engaging families. We're going to have you back later to talk about this other great project you work on called the Invisible Need Project. You all have all heard about that, and uh, so this is not the last time we'll have Sherry on the podcast. She's got a lot more to share, and we're going to share it with her. Thanks for being on today. Thank you. So if you want to learn more about Sherry and the work going on in that office, engaging families and parents, go to mywmu.com slash raise the W, and we'll have a link there where you can get engaged and involved with that work. Maybe you're a family, maybe you're a parent who's graduated a student, and you want to come back and help and offer a support or offer support to another parent who's trying to make a decision about Western or trying to help their student get through, uh, we would encourage you to get involved and get involved now. Uh, in helping our students and our families get what they need. If you're out and about today doing good work or making a difference while you're out doing that with others, make sure you tell them about Western Michigan University, the great place it is, the great people it has, and how we continue to change the world. If you do so, you'll be helping us all to raise the W. (laughs) 